Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, you guys. It is me, Troy Mahihu. Um, I just wanted to pop in before today's episode. and Well, first of all, I wanted to say hi. And that I love you. And that I appreciate you very much. And I'm grateful for you listening to this podcast. And also, um, that this week's episode is just like kind of a fun little kiki. It's not really themed or anything. It's just me and my earth angel, Hannah Brown, just kind of gabbing about pop culture. We did have a conversation about all of the beautiful women in Hollywood right now dating alternative boys or turning them into alternative boys, cough, Zoe and Channing Tatum. Um, so that was fun. Yeah, it's just like a fun, very lighthearted episode. I wanted to get something out to you guys while also, um, this week I'm, I'm in a wedding, so I'm about to leave for Buffalo to put on a vest from American Commodore Tuxedo and gallivant down a aisle or whatever. To be completely honest with you, being in weddings actually fucking terrifies me because I don't, I didn't grow up being a part of ceremonies. Like, I didn't go to church a lot as a kid. Like, I didn't do ceremonial things. So when I'm put in a position where I have to, like, walk here, take two paces this way, drop a flower on the ground, hold this person's shoulder, stomp on a glass, light a candle, dip the baby. I I don't fucking, I don't know any, I don't know anything. So I'm very nervous. But anyway, I wanted to get an episode out to you guys while still having to leave the state to be in a wedding. So this is just me and Hannah kikiing and having fun. Um, and yeah, next week, hopefully we will be back with another girl group series. I know that I've been teasing it for the past couple weeks. Listen, I'm a single mom, work two jobs. Like I'm trying my best, but I love you guys. And, uh, yeah, that's all. Okay. Bye. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to whatever episode this is of Dunzo. It is me, Troy McKeady. I'm so excited for today's episode for several reasons. It's a day off for me because my co-host is a queen, a goddess, an angel. She's family here. Hannah Brown, how are you? Oh my gosh, Gary Busey, thank you. I wanted to do it with a straight face so bad. Oh my God. Gary Busey, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so honored to be back on the Dunzo Airwaves with you. And I feel like the last time I was here was when I cried over Britney with you, which was a moment, a cultural reset. That was a long time ago. You, yeah, we, first of all, we predicted that Britney was going to, that was like right before she ever spoke out or anything. It was so long ago. I feel like it was like shortly before the doc, which by the way, where the fuck is the Netflix documentary? Because apparently it's confirmed and in the works. I've had, I've been reading a lot of things. I've seen a lot of people say a lot of things. I've heard a lot of rumor about people that are in it. And I've had a lot of people DM me about people that they know are in it that I feel like I can't say anything. But like, I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be no shade to the Hulu documentary, but I, I do think that this one will be 
more from the perspective of somebody who is a fan mm. and not like a local. Do you know not what I mean? Like, not like Sarah Jessica Parker being like, we love you, Brittany. It's like, right, you don't even right. know what the fuck is going on. Like, you don't know anything. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I. it's like, let's dig up all the corpses mm-hmm. underneath Serenity, a la Poltergeist. Like, the yes. ghosts are back and they're not fucking happy. Yes. And let's, you know, fuck shit up. Yeah, I'm, I, I like would absolutely like sleep with what's his name, Rosengart for everything he's doing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like he's hot to me because he's freeing Britney. I'm like, Ooh, mm-hmm. sexy. Yeah. And it's hot that he's so not afraid of Jamie Spears. Like that's hot. Oh, it's the BDE on Mr. <laughs> Rosengart. I know. I love when he confidently leaves court and like wiggles his tie and then just says some like <laughs> some like fuck shit he's like we're not afraid of jamie spears he's an old drunk we want him to step down we demand he steps down and i like that he's he's not just like because he good i think i feel like he could go in and just tear everything down but he's Mm -hmm. sort of dismantling the conservatorship piece by piece and exposing Mm -hmm. everything so that like they the cockroaches can't run and they can't hide oh totally it's like if the conservatorship were like a game of mousetrap like he's taking one plastic part off at a time and be like, oh, this, and like throwing it back in the box. And you're like, oh, sorry, your mousetrap's breaking. One plastic piece at a time. Shout out to Mattel. And then like biting his pinky nail with his teeth. Yeah. Ooh, I broke it. <laughs> I broke it. Um, so today we're really just going to have kind of be, we're going to be kicking. We're just going to talk and hang out and gab really. And I wanted to get your opinion on, there's this thing happening right now. I don't know what is in the water in Hollywood. I don't know what the girls are drinking. I don't know what is happening, but I'm into it. There's this moment happening. It's giving me very eighth grade gym. Yes. It's giving me very middle school. I'm dating somebody outside of my friend group. Mm -hmm. So everyone thinks that they're in like a John Hughes movie. Right. Like preppies are dating (laughs) alt kids. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The preppies are dating the alt kids. Like all of these beautiful, gorgeous girls are dating all skater boys. Or Mm -hmm. in one case, they're like, it seems like they're turning. There's the case of Zoe and Channing Tatum, where it looks like she's like turning him into an alt skater boy. Yes. I love it. I'm really into Zoe and Channing. Let's talk. Let's unload them for a second. Yes, please. Because like, okay, they have a movie coming out. They're like in a movie together or something. Oh, isn't that how it always begins? Right. And I'm like, are they, what's going on with this? Do you think it's real or do you think it's fake? That's going to be my first question for each one. Oh, I need it to be real. And listen, shout out to Kelly and you and Beyond the Blinds, my favorite podcast for um, <laughs> honestly constantly teaching me that I'm a gullible I- idiot because I'm always like, <laughs> but what are you talking about? That's a real couple for sure. But now after becoming a Beyond the Blinds head, I'm like, everything's fake and right. terrible and <laughs> yeah, rotted. <laughs> Um, hashtag not an ad, but I do, I could see them being real because I think Channing Tatum historically has like great taste in women. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he seems kind of like goofy, but in like a hot way. And I feel like Zoe probably finds that really like endearing because she's such a cool girl herself. Like I've never seen her like toothy smile in a picture the way Mm -hmm. I have in pictures with Channing Tatum. And I'm like, she looks really happy. That's like hard to fake. Wow, that's a really good point. She did look genuinely like holding your stomach belly laugh. Happy. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. What Were you a Channing Tatum girl growing up? Or like, did you, were you like into him? Were you a Magic Mike girl? I wasn't a Magic Mike girl. I was a She's the Man girl. That was the mm. first time I ever laid eyes on one Channing Tatum. And I just remember <laughs> like his soccer body in that movie, like the mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry to objectify him, but here I go. The like slim muscles of a soccer player. Mm. It's just like, mm, he was so athletic. And he was like, you know, like in his low gray sweatpants in the dorm, like throwing his soccer ball around while Amanda Bynes was like, oh, hey, my name's the band. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I just remember thinking he was everything to me. And then Step Up came out. And honestly, I was more attracted to Jenna Dewan in that movie than Channing Tatum. But like, that's a conversation for another day. No, I <laughs> I, I was not, listen, I wouldn't say that I was a Channing Tatum girl. Like I wasn't that girl. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he really had like a, an intense, psychotic, obsessive fan base. Yeah. I wasn't that. No. But I've always appreciated the fact that Channing Tatum um just has an undeniable swag mm-hmm. he just has fucking swag it's like undeniable mm-hmm. and he just is like I wouldn't say that he's like male blow-up doll energy because he's not like he doesn't strike me as like big dumb sex toy energy but he is like a man you look at and you're like oh you were put on earth to just like grant people crazy orgasms like you literally are yeah you know what I mean he's just pure sex energy to me yes and I feel like when I picture like having a conversation with Channing Tatum, like I, I don't see him as pretentious at all. I see him as super down to earth and just mm-hmm. like able to shoot the shit about like anything. And like, I, I just feel like he has this like down to earth, like cool guy, like guy next door from the wrong side of the tracks energy yes. that I feel like Zoe probably finds like very sexy and interesting given that she grew up in like a very chic, rich, famous family. Oh my God, you just brought up an entirely, yes, he has wrong side of the tracks, hot guy. Yes. But I like him, daddy, energy. Totally, but I love him. (laughs) And he loves me. (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure. Because you know that he thinks that she's really cool because she's like a cool alt, you know, alt girl. He thinks Mm -hmm. she's very cool. She listens to cool music. She knows cool designers he's probably really impressed by the people that she's like friends with in Hollywood. Yeah. She's got cool parents. I can't even imagine what their house looks like. Can you fucking imagine like if they got married, his in-laws would be Lenny fucking Kravitz and Lisa <laughs> Benet. I know. I know. Like it's like, imagine being invited over even just for dinner. I, it's like shit. I would have no chill. It'd be absolutely insane. Yeah. He definitely thinks that she's like, very cool very beautiful and you're right she thinks that he's like kind of a bad boy but like kind of a dork and also he Mm -hmm. has given her like I said an incredible orgasm she let her guard down for sure after he gave her the best orgasm of her entire life and he worked really hard for it yes he probably like throws her around like just like their their sheer size difference leads me to believe (laughs) that sexually things are probably a fucking blast between those two yeah it's weird though because it's very polarizing people when I posted them on my Instagram people were very split right down the middle they were like either loving like living for it loving it in support wanted it to keep going and they were like this is the dumbest weirdest thing I've ever seen ever like yeah no gray area okay well I think maybe we should take those comments and just slingshot them on over to uh Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck because I'm exhausted (laughs) Can we please? I tried, and this is a shout out to Kara Berry. Kara, yes. I tried. I tried for a week. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I tried to be open and I can't. Yes. And Kara made some great points mm-hmm. here on the pod. I was like, you know what? True, true, true. Like I was on the same. I, okay. When I first saw them together, I was like, oh my God, my heart grew a million sizes. I was so excited. Sure. Then the over the top paparazzi photos that just never fucking ended. I was just like, what are we doing here? And like you said, it's like, you guys don't need to do this. We don't need to do this. Yeah. You're above it. You you're should above be above it. it. Like, why are you doing the same shit as like Charlie D'Amelio outside exactly. of a fucking pink fairy? Like girl, you're Jennifer Lopez. What are you doing? And like Ben Affleck, honestly, I miss the photos of him just looking very <laughs> weathered with a million <laughs> Dunkin' coffees. Cause they like make me belly laugh. Like, I think they're so silly. Yeah, she definitely got him to like um shave and like <laughs> like do something to his skin. Like she like she was like, "We put some fucking lotion on." Yes. God. Oh my god, you know that he like like has never ever moisturized. <laughs> and like you said, like leaves dirty towels on the floor. Like, oh, for sure doesn't put the toilet seat down. Like his crusty pee is like all over the toilet. He still has the same bottles of like spray tanner that she gave him 14 years ago. Yes. He's like, "Oh, I still got him. Should I, you want me to use it?" It's like 14 years She's expired. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> use this stuff that I just added to my JLo cosmetics line instead. Right. Use this glow. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk to you 
the the real reason that you're here is because I really want to talk to you about Courtney and Travis. Okay. I am not a Kardashian person. I don't really like follow okay. them. I don't watch the show. Um, I was a Blink-182 girl back in the day because like who wasn't as a millennial? Sure. Um, I, I will say though, like when I look at their photos, I'm like, they're so like, I really do think they're actually in love. They seem really genuinely in love to me. Yes. And I'm like, they're like in the honeymoon phase so hard. And I'm like, I just like, oh, to be like newly dating. Like this will probably all crash and burn, but like they're having a great time now. Yeah. And like she, okay. So I'm, I unfortunately am a Kardashians girl. I Mm -hmm. I, I follow the Kardashians pretty closely. Mm -hmm. And what I will say is that Courtney is the only Kardashian who I think genuinely does whatever the fuck she wants. Agree. Like if she felt in this moment, like dating, I don't fucking know, whoever, she would just do it. Like she just kind of does what makes her happy. She's like in a weird way, I think like kind of outside of their fame. Like Mm -hmm. I think she looks at the family almost in a lot of ways the same way we do. Like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're the oblongs, because they're all just like just weird, kooky ass people with weird body shapes. It's like she doesn't understand. She's like, what yeah. happened to Kim's ass? Um, so for that reason, I just don't think that she would waste her time if she wasn't like really into it. And she seems she seems to be having the greatest sex that she's maybe ever had. Oh my god, that glow! She like looks. She's like. You know, in a rom-com when like the, you know, divorcee gets laid for the first time and she like has a pep in her step and goes into work and her coworkers are like, whoa, Shannon, like you look great. N- new haircut. And she's like, mm-hmm, no. And like, just goes on to her desk or whatever. And her friend says, you slut. Yeah. I knew it. You yeah. fucking whore. <laughs> Tell me everything. Yeah, she like t- the friend inevitably has like candy on her desk and she's eating. And she's like, oh my God. Yeah. Me, everything. And, like yeah. sits on the side of Shannon's desk. Okay. I feel like that's the glow that Courtney has. She has the Shannon. This is a fictitious character. I'm not alluding to a specific rom com listeners, but she has that Shannon rom com glow. You know what I mean? All the time, all the time in every photo. And if we look at her <laughs> dating history, like she's dated a lot of just like, like rich preppy like fuckboy types and like mm-hmm. I don't blame her for just being like oh I think this guy is like very sexy in an alternative way that I haven't explored before and he's fucking obsessed with me and I'm having a great time yeah and it's like it's interesting I guess the one thing about them that I think is like way more interesting than Zoe and Channing Tatum is like okay so yeah we saw a couple pictures of them out we saw like Channing's like wearing dickies now I know. I okay. Know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever that means, whatever that's going to turn into, sure, we're dickies. Um, but like, they really seem to be sort of like meshing their styles together. Yes. Like, it's like she's, it's like this fashion element to him being just like a, a fucking billabong skater boy always. Yes. You know, and she's like his like fashion girlfriend. But like now it's like Courtney goes punk, which I'm obsessed with. Oh my gosh. I truly think she's never looked better. And I feel like everyone always gives her shit for like not having a style, like a sense of Mm -hmm. style. And I feel like, but she just seems so like confident and happy that she's like, fuck it. I'm going to wear a fedora. And like, I don't care. And like, and she's never looked better because she's like clearly feeling herself. And it's really refreshing to watch. I honestly think that she has, Courtney has my favorite style of all the Kardashians. She doesn't try too hard. She doesn't try so fucking hard. And I love when mm-hmm. she makes fun. You know, one of my all-time favorite Courtney quotes is uh, in one of the episodes, they were like, um, sorry, there's like a 5150 outside my house. In one of the episodes <laughs> they were in, I want to say Tokyo. And Kim had, of course, planned months, months before all of her outfits, like everything is meticulous and psychotic and mm-hmm. planned and rehearsed. And she's wearing like full spandex head to toe. And she didn't like what Courtney was wearing. And Courtney was like, well, at least I don't look like I'm about to take on the Tour de France. Like <laughs> you look like a fucking idiot and you think you're so cool and you're not. So Courtney, high fashion. Yeah. Like Courtney's just very like lived in and like comfortable with herself to me. 
Mm-hmm. I know there is like something about the way she dresses that just always feels authentic. Like, yeah, whether she's dressed up or dressed down, it's like, oh, she's not. She does. She never seems self-conscious in what she's wearing. And like Kim has made herself into basically like a mannequin. So like right. it's not to say she doesn't look amazing in every single look she wears, but everything, like you said, is clearly so, so planned. And Courtney has more of like an effortlessness to her whole like vibe. That's like very sexy and fun. Speaking of Kim, did I tell you that my friend went to Kanye's show? Donda, 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 Donda. How was it? She said it was a nightmare. She was mortified. She's, she hates Kanye too. Where was it? New York? It was in Chicago. Oh, wow. Duh. Yeah. I didn't even know it was in Chicago. And like all yeah. these celebrities showed up, right? Yeah. All these celebrities showed up. Um, I mean, obviously he like brought out baby and Marilyn Manson and everybody was like, uh, blink. Controversial. Blink. Like, yeah. Like, first of all, baby is one thing, but like, you're, you're going to bring out Marilyn Manson right now. Like he has six sexual assault allegations currently at this moment. Like what is the gig? Oh my God. Doesn't that 5150 person know that we're recording? <laughs> you know, what's so funny. It's like, I can only kind of hear it because my headphones are in. Oh, that's funny. It, <laughs> they were just like, bah, bah, bah. okay, sorry. Going back more importantly. Um, wow. Kanye is unraveling and I don't know. Yeah. And obviously like mental health is something we both very much care about and take very seriously. I just don't know like how someone could be that famous and have a team that big and be able to do the things he does like like you know you don't see him in a fucking conservatorship you don't see his team being like hey I don't know that that's a good idea right now hey maybe don't bring Marilyn Manson into baby into the whole situation so my friend said she was like god if anybody needs a conservatorship a genuine one it's fucking Kanye West like what the fuck and then she said that like before so he was two hours late and um which I guess is like kind of expected Mm-hmm. but he had these people running the parameter of the stadium like mm-hmm. for art or whatever mm-hmm. and they were and it was like over 100 degrees because they're in the stadium so it's like all these bodies and it was already like 90 something degrees out oh my god and they, he had them run for two hours what yeah and I guess like it had come out that he was paying them 15 dollars an hour what yeah to do this weird performance art piece that like probably like landed a lot of them in the fucking hospital yeah (gasps) like couldn't even give them like a couple hundred bucks okay that's the thing it's like this person's a danger to himself and now to others like enough is enough like what the fuck and then yeah my friend was like when I saw fucking Marilyn Manson standing there I was like I'm done and then Kim came out in her wedding dress and he like lit himself on fire why the fuck was Kim? I don't get that. I don't get that choice either. And I also, I'm like, Kim, why did you, if I were her, I'd be like, make a fucking hologram of me. Like, how about that? Right. I, agree. I know you can. <laughs> I don't get the Kim. I don't get, I actually just don't understand like what Kim's plan is post Kanye. Like, I don't either. I don't know what she's going to do or like what her, her whole gig is going to be. And she's always like being photographed wearing his wedding, like their wedding rings and stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? I think she's having an identity crisis. I mean, you and Kara were talking about like, oh, I'm excited to see what her style is now that mm-hmm. she's not like Kanye-fied all the time. Right. And like, I, I was like, oh yeah, that is really exciting. And, but like, I don't, I mean, again, I don't follow her, so I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about, but like it kind of from what I've gleaned seems like she's actively avoiding like finding her new identity right Kanye like she's still remaining enmeshed with Kanye and I'm like what's the point because she also said it was like you know just not working and like pretty toxic for both of them and I believe didn't she say something to that effect at some point yeah she said that their relationship had become toxic and I was thinking about that too like I just wonder like for her like she's made him her identity for so long it's been so long like the last time Kim was in complete control of her look of her makeup, of her hair, of her clothes. It's been like a really long time. Yeah. And, and it was so different. I mean, when, when Kim was the only one styling herself, it was a very different energy. Granted, it was like 2010, but still. Yeah. It was very like Francesca's boutique at the mall. Totally mall girl. I loved it. (laughs) Me too. I loved mall Kim. Mall, mall bangles. Kim was everything to me. The cutest. And she was like a normal human person. Um, R.I.P. 
<laughs> the other relationship that I'm interested in talking to you about is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, which I feel like kind of kicked off this whole thing, right? Yeah, Megan Fox, ever the trendsetter, without meaning to be. <laughs> right. I feel like they were the first ones to really, not ever, obviously, but like right now, I, I, I feel like they kind of pushed the domino. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me is the, I mean, that is like people message me, like if I think that's real, come, girl, come on. You don't think it is? I don't at all. I mean, if it is, I think it's the perfect mix of this is a real relationship, but we are going to milk this shit for everything we can. They are, they're obsessed with being famous, obviously. Oh, for sure. I mean, like Megan Fox, I, part of why when they first started dating, I was like, "Eh, I'm not shocked is like, I I think ever since Jennifer's body, I was like, oh, she has a darkness to her. Like, Mm -hmm. so her dating like a punk guy doesn't really shock me. But I also think like Megan Fox is someone who likes to be shocking for shocking sake. I think that's just like in the marrow of her being. And so I think for her to be just this like, literal like sex kitten just like one of the hottest people to ever exist and then turn around and date machine gun kelly i don't even really know anything about machine gun kelly but like you know she's not going to turn around and date like a football player is what i'm saying i feel like she likes the shock of like people being like cocking their heads and being like huh right and even brian austin green was kind of a huh choice at the time he was like a lot older than her and was like a geek on 90210 and people were like that's interesting choices were made He's got a real darkness to him too. He's an interesting um Brian Austin Green. Yeah, he's yeah. a real interesting, like blind item kind of celebrity to read mm-hmm. about because he's very seedy. Mm-hmm. I remember reading about him, um him like getting entangled with Courtney Stodden. Oh you remember do you remember seeing pictures of Courtney Stodden and Brian Austin Green together? That was like a thing. Okay, I didn't even know about Courtney Stodden until like the reckoning of Chrissy Teigen because I live in a shoe, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know about Courtney Stodden Child Bride? No, but like, is there a documentary somewhere I can? There's probably like a deep dark YouTube channel that you'll promptly direct me to, huh? <laughs> I hate that. That's yeah. I hate that you immediately knew that, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> sure. I look forward to watching. Yeah, Courtney. Courtney was like. Uh, at 15, well, Courtney was 16 when everything, I guess, kind of, like, got really crazy, but at 16, Courtney's parents, like, basically allowed Doug Hutchison, this, like, D-list retired actor, to marry their kid, and at the time, Courtney was 16 years old, and they signed off on it, and all of this really just dark, crazy shit came out of it, where we found out that Courtney's mom had like had tried to fuck him <gasps> and Courtney was basically trafficked by I was gonna say trafficked by her own fucking parents yeah publicly oh my god prayers for Courtney so then no wonder Courtney was like hey Chrissy Teigen fuck the fuck off yeah because Chrissy Teigen was like Courtney Sodden should like commit suicide Courtney was 16 <laughs> like That's at the time so so wild uh, oh my god poor thing yeah but yeah, so let's yeah, Brian Austin Green is like really, he's got a lot of darkness, a lot of seedy darkness going on with him. Mm-hmm. Mental note, Brian Austin Green episode for Beyond the Blinds. Um, <gasps> yes. Also, are you going to do a Lindsay Lohan one? Have to. Also, like, I, I'm sorry to go on this tangent because I'm Please. such a Beyond the Blinds super fan, but like, <laughs> I did respond and say, do you have any Charlie Puth blinds? And no one ever responded to me or shared it. And so is he just <laughs> such an angel that there are none? Because that's what I would like to hear. Oh my God. I don't even remember reading that. Or maybe, did you send that to me? On I sent my... it to the Beyond the Blinds Instagram. So I don't know who read it. Oh, I'm blaming Kelly. <laughs> okay, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know a lot about Charlie Puth, honestly. I remember reading that he was like, I mean, whenever you read like drug blinds, I'm always just like, okay, duh. Like, it's like, we live in Los Angeles. It's like a handshake. Like, oh my God, Charlie Puth did coke. Like, yeah, okay. no, no. Like, Whoa. Cool. Um, it's been rumored that he was doing coke at a, a restaurant. It's like, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anything what else? else? What did he uh, order? I'm more interested in that. <laughs> yeah, what was his drink order? <laughs> yeah. And did he mention anything about the Oops, I Did It Again album? Because I know he's prone to bring it up mm-hmm. on occasion. Come <laughs> Your on. love of him is my favorite thing. It's all because of you. It's all because of this podcast, Dunzo. 
<laughs> like you surpassed me in knowledge of him, knowledge about him. I don't, I don't even know like any of his music or anything. You don't? Not really. Do you know the song Boy? I don't think so. It's going to be in my Spotify. Like you listened to this 80,000 times this year. Like I know <laughs> it, but it is like the best song ever, ever, ever. Um, yeah. Um, I'll send you my favorites. Okay. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful, beautiful boy. I told you he was the Billy Joel of our time. And I don't remember if I was sober when I said that, <laughs> like I was pretty aggressive, but you know what? I think it's funny. If nothing else, it's an amusing thing to say. Okay. But let's get back on track. I'm so sorry to take no, us on There it. is no track. That's the beauty of when we podcast together. Yeah, know? The totally. track is pop culture. That's the track. <laughs> right. Um, I honestly want to see Megan Fox with like a daddy, like someone like just mm. like kind of like a weather, like not George Clooney, but like like an older sexy I could see her and like John Hamm together that would be like a hot kind Ooh. of like blind eye to me couple oh my god that'd be amazing that'd be really cool I, I know yeah I would I would like to see her with somebody I just like I, like the whole Machine Gun Kelly thing is just like so try hard to me like him showing up on the red carpet with like <laughs> with like Nightmare Before Christmas nails and like Get out one contact it's like girl Oh my God. You know, in euphoria when, um, when what's her name and Jacob Elordi, what are their characters names on the show? Um, Maddie and Nate show up at the dance. Yeah. The music's like, they're trying to like make a statement. I just feel like that's like the energy of Megan Fox and machine gun Kelly. Like they show up and they just want everyone to be like, Whoa, look how yeah. hardcore they are. That's so freaking alternative, man. Yeah. Oh my God, Whoa. Whoa. And you know that beforehand she's like, don't touch me right here. Don't yeah. get anything on me. Don't step on my train. And he's like, babe, wait, I need that hairspray. Babe, I need the hairspray. I literally need it. When he like, he's like straightening his hair up, like yeah. and spraying it with like Aquanet. He's like, oh my I God. need to look weirder. I need to look weird. I need to look alternative. You know, oh my God. Do you remember that fucking like 2016 trend where like a lot of white girls were shaving half their heads and thinking like, oh, I'm alternative now. I just kind of feel like that's like, and I know nothing about Machine Gun Kelly. I'll just, re I'll just reiterate that. But I do feel like that's the energy of someone who just tries that hard to be offbeat where it's like, so you're boring is what you're saying. Because if you're actually an interesting person, you don't need to try that hard to like look interesting and mm -hmm. weird. Like it's like just fucking be interesting and like a little weird. We all are, you know? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and he's honestly he sucks. He's one of those people that, uh, for whatever reason, every year people like they'll like write about him being terrible and treating women really bad and like mm -hmm. you know hooking up with underage girls and like all these girls will come forward and be like, oh, he did this to me at a show, he did this to me at a hotel room, like just horrible, awful shit, rotted. Yeah, rotted shit. And then people forget all the time. And I'm like, just because he put on some like eight feet long press on fucking nails to go on the red carpet in a single contact. Like he still sucks. Stop it. Yeah. Get out of here. Machine gun Kelly. And he's and not like, cute. He's not even cute. At least Travis Barker. I'm like, Oh, he's cute. Like I can see what Courtney sees. I wouldn't go for some like Travis Barker, but I'm like, he has a sexy energy. Definitely a big dick energy. He's an amazing drummer. Like I get it. You know what else? I just want to circle back and I'm so glad that you brought them up again. One of the things that I love about Courtney and Travis, and I'm going to ask you if you are this because you fit into this category. Okay. So like Courtney's tiny, mm -hmm. as are you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and Courtney, whenever you see them photographed together, I've all, for some reason, I like grew up having a lot of like short friends. Like I had a lot of friends that were on the shorter side and they were always like contorted and pretzeled into their boyfriend's laps in these really insane ways. Oh. And Courtney is the queen of pretzeling herself on his lap. And I love it. 
That's really cute. I didn't even notice that. I have to keep an eye out. I should do that. I don't do that at all. <laughs> you should take it. Oh, are you kidding me? She's like, I'm just going to curl up right here in your lap. Yeah, it's like 100 degrees. She's like, I'm cold. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no I feel like I I really should be more more cuddly I I I guess like I will say another thing that I admire about Courtney and Travis is like they don't give a shit about their PDA oh I love it they're like let them look but for me I'm always like oh am I being annoying am I being weird am I being that girl and it's like just chill they don't give a fuck and it's honestly to me I know there are some people that are like grossed out by it because I get a lot of messages from people being like they're disgusting but like I think it's so fun like I think it's so cool that they don't care and that she will literally straddle him in a booth at a restaurant surrounded by people taking pictures of them she doesn't care I know that's just like the level of like liberated that I would like to be like the level of self-assured if you can be that fucking famous and you don't give a shit about straddling your boyfriend in public and I think Courtney probably is like tickled by how intense people's opinions are about them she's probably like that honey right totally and it's very like we both have kids and we both lived that's the thing I yeah and I feel like that's that's the other thing that's cute about them is like they are like settled into being parents but like when they're together they're in like we're having fun like we're young and in love mode and I'm like that's yeah. cute I, I don't think we should put an age on that kind of feeling and that kind of behavior if I saw like a 90 no. year old couple doing that I would be like get it yeah let her like lace up her fucking Doc Martens come on and put on her tiny inty binty little black sunglasses with yeah. a circle that is literally the size of an M&M yeah and straddle Travis Barker at an Applebee's. Like, I'm into it. Please. Oh, my God. I want Applebee's so bad right now. Why? I just that? had it. Actually, no, I had Fridays. Oh, I mean, I love both. But Applebee's, chicken fingers, and honey mustard is, like, on another echelon. <laughs> yeah. um, who, was there another couple that I wanted to talk to you about today? We talked about Zoe and Channing. We talked about Travis and Courtney. We talked about Megan and Machine Gun Kelly. If that's even his real name. Oh God, he's so fucking gross. What does it say on your birth certificate, sir? Show me. <laughs> Fork it over. He's actually like from um like he grew up really close to me. I was gonna say, is he from Ohio? I wasn't I'm yeah. not even kidding. I was gonna be like, what's he from like Ohio? He is. No, he and is. I don't mean he... that in a shady way. I love the Midwest, but wow. I mean it in a shady way. <laughs> you know what You're I mean? Allowed. You're I'm allowed. I'm allowed. No, he he grew up really close to me. He was one of those like he was very um, similar to LeBron, only in the sense that he was famous here before. Mm-hmm. Like he was like a local celebrity for like years before he was a celebrity celebrity. So then when he became a celebrity celebrity, it never crossed my mind that like people didn't know. I was like, oh, well, yeah, him. That right. fucker who's like a, a gross, mean drug addict. Oh my God, that's so interesting. I also just like wonder... How you go from being like an average human to being a celebrity that fast and, and, and manage to act like a fucking asshole. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? Absolutely. Like he truly defines what it means to be, like you said entitled. earlier, entitled and like uninteresting. Yeah. So he used to try really, really, really hard. Like you look at Travis, obviously Travis Barker is like a little, was like way older than him. But you look at somebody like Travis who is comfortable showing up on an award show, literally wearing billabong shorts and like, you know, some stupid like skater t-shirt. He's mm-hmm. always been completely himself. Like he's cool in a way that was like, he's just cool. Yeah. Like Machine Gun Kelly could never be cool like that ever. Could never. Like he's never, like well, never. seven stylists for the red carpet kind of guy. It's just like not hot. That level of tryhardiness is not hot. Yeah, and it's not what I want for Meg from Megan Fox. Like Mm-mm. she's going through this whole like resurgence moment where she's like making her presence known in Hollywood again. And like I think that's mm-hmm. cool. And you know, I think it's like awesome that she's like talking about how shitty we treated her because we mm-hmm. did. And like, he's the person on her arm. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm just like, I want better. I want more. Like, I just, I don't get it. Oh my God. You know who I would love to see Megan Fox with? This would be like a fun head scratcher couple. Brendan Fraser and Megan Fox. Oh my God. That, that is would be literally. 
everything to me. That's like the last thing I was expecting, but honestly, it's not that far off. I mean, she was, she dated, what's his name? Brian Austin Green. Like that's like kind of, they are like in the same universe almost, I feel. Yes. But Brendan Fraser is like a salt of the earth, like an like angel baby. Like he's just the yeah. fucking sweetest. I love him so much. That is so, I was not expecting you to say his name at all. I miss him a lot. Like Brendan Fraser TikTok has found me. And therefore, Brendan Fraser, like Instagram has found me, I think by way of like my friends sending me Brendan Fraser content, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) And I just like miss the shit out of him. And like, he's just so cute. And he's so nice. He came up in a list that I was looking at the other day. It was like one of those like listicles of like people who don't act or whatever anymore, like comedians who don't do comedies anymore. Mm -hmm. But by by the way, that Michael Myers is always the number one person on on every list. (laughs) It's always like he did the love guru and then he stopped acting because he was so embarrassed. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's still making Shrek money. He's fine. Yeah, he'll always be fine. But I yeah. I have that relationship with him. I used to love, when I was younger, I was obsessed with Michael with Myers. With Mike Myers? Oh, my, well, I'm oh my God. I'm like Michael. Because you're in, you're in Halloween land. Because I'm recording head. with you. Yes. Duh. Wait, are you into So I Married an Axe Murder? <laughs> No. Oh my God. It's a Mike Myers movie. Have you ever no, seen it? No, I've never seen it. I don't think. I actually yeah. don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. It's like one of Jake's favorites. It's like pretty stupid, but like you should watch it. I would love to know your thoughts. I can't wait to have you back on for spooky season. I can tell you that much. <gasps> have you watched, Um, sorry to go on another detour. Have you watched the American Horror Story like thing that just started airing on Hulu? I think it's like a two-part movie. Yeah, I tried to the other day and I was like, I had been drinking <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, it's not the time for this right now. That's actually, time, I, would, I, I would be down to watch that tonight. But I mean, maybe I will. Is it good? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I love American Horror Story though. I'm, I'm loyal to it. it. It looks solid. I mean, like I can also watch American Horror Story and not get too scared because it's campy enough that like mm-hmm. I never really feel like it's like in our universe. Right. Um, also, have you seen the trailer for Malignant? It doesn't look good. Yes, it does not look good at all. I saw the the um, billboard in LA and the billboard is sick. It's like very like 80s horror movie vibes. But yeah. then I look and I looked at the I like looked at the trailer thinking, oh, this is going to be a great looking movie. And I was like, this is stupid. I need to like make my my now annual list of 80s horror movies that I want you to watch. Yes. So that we can record together. Please. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Sleepaway Camp again. <laughs> oh my god i forgot that i made you watch sleepaway camp yes and the aunt who's like well i had it right here whatever the fuck that she wouldn't says. be good at all <laughs> <laughs> also judy uh, icon queen judy yes angela angela <laughs> why does an angela have to swim with the rest of us girls Oh my God. I love Angela. She's or not Angela, Judy. Judy's my queen. She's iconic. You can totally, Judy is your role. Like you can play Judy in an 80s horror movie for sure. That's like probably the nicest thing anyone's (laughs) ever said to me. Angela. But I don't think I'm like Hollywood hot enough to play Judy. Like they would want like a size zero with like no boobs, especially if it were the 80s. You guys have the first of all, you guys kind of look like, and you like could pull off Judy's like, because you have long hair and that's Judy's (sighs) whole vibe. You need the long hair because she gets <laughs> fucked with her curling iron. To death. <laughs> she gets fucked to death with a hot curling iron. What are you doing here, Angela? Angela? I'm going to ask you your thoughts on Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. Do you think that that's a real couple? Yes. Do you think that it's real? Um, I really struggle with this one. Tell me everything. Because I, okay, because I'm not like a Harry Styles person. I I, like, I'm honestly kind of sick of everyone acting like he's like such a fucking revelation. Like he's fine. Everyone's like, oh my God, my whole past, Harry. I know. Why? He paints his little nails. It's like, get over it, get over it. Like, get over it. Like, like, sorry, so does Charlie Puth. Um, Anyways, (laughs) um, also fun fact, Harry Styles ruined my favorite LA cafe because he fucking sang about it in a song. And it has been, it literally changed the clientele forever. It used to be like cool, like older LA locals, writers, like Jordan Peele would go there. I was a regular and not that I fit in at all, but like, it was cool to see like the Hollywood crowd totally. of like 
legitimate like filmmakers and now right. it's like tourists and teeny boppers because Harry Styles who by the way I've never fucking seen there once and I lived at that cafe for like a year basically uh had to just name drop it in a song and now it's ruined forever that's iconic oh god what a fucking dickhole um anyways so I have a bone to pick clearly and I love Olivia Wilde inversely or conversely whichever is correct I don't know mm-hmm. I love Olivia Wilde to the moon and back. Like one of my dreams in life is to be in an Olivia Wilde movie. I think she's brilliant and lovely and so smart. And I don't doubt that she's probably, if nothing else, having amazing sex with Harry Styles. And I want that for her. But they're just both so the moment that it's hard to fully believe that it's real. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Harry ever really dates people because he likes them. <laughs> I gotta that's, say it. that's intel that I didn't know until I listened to Beyond the Blinds either. But because I'm, I'm like, Olivia Wilde doesn't need this. Like Olivia right. Wilde's fucking fine. But it makes Harry Styles look like a really cool, serious artist slash actor to be dating a respected director like Olivia Wilde. Well, the so like the blind item sort of like, I guess, vibe about them is mm-hmm. that they're in this PR relationship and it's like pretty obvious that it's not real. And that the thing that she didn't expect going into this was that people would like want to dig into like her personal life and stuff about like her and Jason Sudeikis and like her divorce and Mm. all of this stuff. And like, she has gone through this like media resurgence of people like wanting to know the true tea about her and and her divorce. Mm -hmm. And I guess that makes, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, I don't understand what, the goal was or the end game because whenever I look at PR couples I always think like well what is the goal like right let's say Channing Tatum and and Zoe were a PR couple and they're maybe having like some great sex but like for the most part they were put together for a reason they have a movie coming out right and you know this is like really great for him because it makes him seem cool makes him seem totally cool and it's people whether or not they, they like them are going to want to see the movie to be like, oh, does how's the chemistry in the movie? Does it translate? Right. And I feel like it's such a tale as old as time that Harry Styles in Olivia Wilde's movie, like like the hot young actor gets with like the cool director. You know what I mean? Totally. And even just like the climate of like how people have reacted, like the response to just seeing photographs of Channing and Zoe has been, I mean, the internet is on fucking fire like they can't get enough of it whereas with them nobody gives a fuck I mean people people like talk about them but not in a way of like can you believe this is happening I can't believe this is happening holy shit this is happening look at them they're so you know nobody cares no if not for Demois I would know nothing going on with those two yeah it's so weird it's so weird how that works out yeah and it's weird that like, you know, I'm sure we both remember being kids and like waiting in line at the grocery store with our moms being like, can I get this magazine? Cause the gossip and it looks really good. Or like mm-hmm. you're leaving through it while you're in line and you beg your mom to take it home. Yes. And now it's like our magazines are just scrolling through Instagram. And with that, it's just like a less exciting B our attention spans are shorter. C it's kind of like anyone can fucking post anything and be like, this is a thing. And I don't know. I'm just not as invested. I agree. I think it really shows like how desperate you are. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. it shows like your level of desperation is much more obvious because yeah. back in the day, like you could go out, be photographed, go home, your photo, you know, your pictures are going to be posted in like on Us Weekly or whatever. And then that's like kind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe TMZ will post something of you. But now it's like you have to think about the algorithm. You have to think about being retweeted if you're going to look good on like it, there's like a whole thing. And if you are a couple like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, like you go into everything obsessively thinking about the photos being reposted and how viral they'll be, you know? Sounds like my fucking nightmare. Could you imagine? I can't, I can't, I don't want to. Like I, (laughs) that sounds like my nightmare. Uh, No, thanks. And, And I do think that's also like, I don't know, like as consumers of pop culture, it's like the, the pictures that are cute are the ones where you can see like an authentic joy behind them. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's why we're all into like Travis Scott and Kourtney Kardashian and into like Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum. And I'm sorry, I would argue that anyone who's not into either of those couples is probably just like pissed off by how cute they are. Like, no, I agree. There is annoyed by it. 
yeah, it's like seeing them be like authentic, even if it's like, like there's like a little bit of like a theatrical element to mm-hmm. Travis and Courtney, sure, right? Like she's straddling him in a booth in a restaurant, like yes, it's, yeah. But like at the same time, it's not, it's not Ben Affleck and his and his girlfriend walking their dogs up their neighborhood street and staring directly into all the cameras to make sure that they're getting the shot and then going home. Right. Or Ben Affleck and JLo like reenacting a fucking music video shot from a gajillion years ago. Like right. enough. And pretending that they're not like in full glam. Like JLo's like fully head to toe done. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh, like we're so beyond this now. Honestly, it's like people are too smart for this, I guess. It's insulting. But I mean, you're too smart for this. You and Kelly are too smart for this. You guys are educating me into being too smart for this. But I do think the average American just like takes things at face value. I mean, look no further than Facebook and the spread of misinformation. Not God, to take us so right. to a dark, not to take us to a dark place, but you know, that, that's <laughs> always what happens when we talk about pop culture. You know, it always gets dark. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Well, this was fun. I needed this. A fun I did little too. easy, lighthearted kiki. This was exactly what I wanted it to be. Oh my gosh, Troy, thank you so much for having me. This was like such a fucking blast. As Thanks always. for coming on. I'm obsessed with you. I'm going to send you my dark YouTube recommendation that you mentioned earlier. And we'll get our Halloween list going, which I'm very <laughs> excited for. Um, yeah. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for all of the above, for having me, for the spooky list, for the dark (laughs) YouTube channel. I'm so appreciative of you, your friendship, this show, your podcasts, both of them. Um, And I love you so much. And um, y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. And if you're a Gossip Girl fan, make sure to check out my Gossip Girl podcast called You Know You Love Us. I co-host it with my really good friend, Tyler Meredith, and we recap Gossip Girl. And we also just started a Patreon where there's some Patreon exclusive content, uh, including Gossip Girl fan fiction. So check it out, patreon.com slash, you know, you love us. That was hard to get out, but you get it. <laughs> There's no way that you want to listen to talk about Casa Girl aside from literally now that I'm in like, now that Kelly has like brainwashed me into CW things, because mm-hmm. I was not really a CW girl before. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm going to start watching Gossip Girl and then make your podcast a part of the <gasps> journey. Troy, there's no higher honor in the world. Thank you so much. And there are like 85 fucking Gossip Girl podcasts at this point because of the reboot. So like, right. thank you for choosing mine. Are you kidding? Of course. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you for listening. Hannah, I love you. I will see you again very soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.